0: How are you doing? How are you feeling today? A little sore. A quick Wednesday turnarounds, uh, but you know, walk through. We've been on a good schedule, so it's just like everybody else, just recovering and get down to the game plan, do the the mental work, and uh, get your body ready. By not sure. Wednesday standards, you feel good. By Wednesday standards, yeah. Didn't take too many hits. Feel pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a physical game, but for the most part, we, we came out all right. Your first playoff game, but how much fun has this, this whole ride been with the team this year? It's been great. Um, obviously, backs against the wall, kind of like I mentioned uh, after the game, uh, just the, the stretch that, and the run that we had to go on, it makes it even more enjoyable to get to the point where we're at right now. But um, like I mentioned as well, it's we're happy, but we're not satisfied. Got bigger goals, and so got to keep working. I'm work. not sure if you saw or not, the trash talk <laughs> has already started. Chauncey Garner Johnson said this would be a, a good bubster if they had a start quarterback I don't think he's really watched film because uh, he mentioned Russell gage you know we love Russell but Russell hasn't played a snap all year for us um, he must be going off the preseason stuff that the media was talking about but he didn't play our first game so I'm excited to see him I think he's a really good player um, he has been for a while and he's been an impactful guy on every team he's been on so he, he's uh, he's a good player but yeah he's got to do a little bit more film study the network hammer with uh, Smelling Salt coming out. Is that a routine that you do, and that, how much does that help you? Uh, it's a routine. Um, help, I don't know. Just kind of get your mind right. I, I only do it pregame. game um, A lot of guys do it on the sideline and stuff, so it's not exactly something I should be doing midgame, trying to run people over and stuff like that, but just more pregame. Get your hand up. Yeah, yeah. What's the, the rowdiest environment you've ever played in, and, of course, you know, going to Detroit. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have to prepare for yeah. a crazy crowd noise coming away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, Minnesota is always a great environment. Um, but playing in Kansas City during the playoffs was great as well. But just talking to some of those Rams guys, they said it was the loudest thing they've ever heard. So we got to be completely ready for that. Um, it just comes down to everybody knowing exactly what our game plan is, all the calls to and from, because there there could be certain times that they might not hear certain things, they might have to plug and play some of the words. Um, so just everybody doing the mental work to get get prep for that. But it shouldn't be a surprise to us. It, it's going to be a great atmosphere. I okay, can just begin this, so to, it's where it all started for you guys with that road win. You have five road wins that you've actually played mm-hmm. better on the road than, than here I mean, right in regular season. Why have you guys gotten so much success, whether it's early in the season with that game or, or up at Green Bay? Yeah. Um. I think road games kind of fit the mold and our identity of this team. Uh, backs against the wall in a different environment, just uh, only counting on each other, and so I think it just it fits who we are. Baker, the focus level going in to win a football game. Just talk a little bit about that. Um, it, you know, specifically for playoffs, it, it's you know heightened awareness. Um, obviously, it's always great atmospheres when, when it comes down to it for the playoffs because of what's on the line, what's at stake. But uh, it just comes down to the details, the little things, executing correctly. I mentioned it prior to last week was you know, teams in the playoffs don't beat themselves. The team that makes the least amount of mistakes is usually the one that wins, so taking care of the ball, eliminating negative plays. So um, just knowing your job front and back, uh, knowing whatever plays and schemes we have in the game plan and knowing exactly what looks we're, we're going to be expecting and, and go execute. Good touchdown to Chris at the end of the game, <clears throat> kind of like just backyard football, right? You saw the blitz. Mm-hmm. The, you were mic'd up. You said, "Be ready, Chris." Just kind of like the audible. Yeah. And then just kind of take us through that play. And yeah. Um, we had had us. We had one play called and said, "All right, when we come out of this timeout, um, expect some pressure." Uh, and they, they gave us that look. So check the protection. And Chris did a great job. It's it's one-on-one ball for the three guys that were running routes, and uh, he did a good job just looking up and finding it. So it, not exactly a perfect throw by any means, but a, a great play by him. There's a pressure position to begin with, week one, through whatever, right? But when you get the postseason, you're 2-1 in the playoffs, you had a lot of fourth-quarter drives and things like that. What is it? It seems like the more chaotic things get, mm-hmm. uh, sort of – the better you yeah. play, even at times. So, what is it about you that just kind of have this clutch gene? Or it... um I wouldn't necessarily say that. For me, you know, when it talks about when you talk about fourth quarter drives and, and some sort of hurry up offense late in the game. Um, it, you go back to the fundamentals, you go back to the, whatever your foundation of your offense is, and, and also looking at the defense, they can't get some of their crazy calls in. So the, they're going to go to their base calls as well, and so it's just doing the little things right, and that's that's some of the stuff that Dave's done such a great job from day one of installing what we're going to be doing in up-tempo two-minute offenses, um, and so everybody's on the same page when it comes down to that. We've had a lot of reps of those plays. Teams have obviously tried to take Mike out uh, of the game and, and Chris at times, but the fact that you guys beat Philadelphia with, with Trey, David Moore, or not, and how much do you think that's going to open up things uh, throughout the playoffs? It should. Um, I, I think teams just have to respect, uh, obviously, Demos can roll, but just when he gets the ball in his hand, special things happen. And then Trey's speed is just elite. Um, and so they, they, people just have to respect it. And obviously, Cade's had an unbelievable year for us, been so reliant over the middle and some of these catches that he's had. Um, so it, it just it makes our job easier to where teams can't just do one thing and take everybody away. Um, so it's, and for me, just going through my reads and finding the one-on-ones finding the open guys and, uh, just trusting that our system and the way that we're calling things, are going to move people around, move Mike and Chris around so they can't get double teamed every play. You mentioned talking to some of your former Rams teammates, how much were you able to glean from, from them having just played? them? Yeah. Um, you know, talking to them about, you know, what, what exactly their game plan of attack was, but mostly environment stuff of what kind of atmosphere it was. And um, they said it was an unbelievable one. So we're expecting the same thing. Obviously, the next round, it's only going to be even more exciting. And um, yeah, we got to be prepared. Do you think it actually is helping you being the underdogs? You'll be the underdogs in this one if you win. It's been like that since the beginning of the year? Um, not necessarily. I think that's just the title. I think our mindset as a team is an underdog mindset. So it wouldn't really matter what people are saying on the outside. It's more of just the mentality that we have and that we carry. Bigger, you've gone up against top defenses before. You've known for a while, you see players mm-hmm. he out here in training camp. So he's a head coach and a play caller. It sucks great. to go against. <laughs> I wondered about that as a quarterback. Is it just a lot to prepare for, or what... It is because he's always got wrinkles in there that you haven't seen or uh, haven't prepared for, um, and it just it, he does things that make you have to get the ball out on time. And we have the coverage players that we do. It makes it really, really hard for opponents. So um, that's and, and for us offensively, it's we got to play complimentary football and start fast so they can do some of those things. And so we have to do that as a, as a team game. Hey, you have a lot of support from your teammates. Uh, I know fans really like you. They'd like to see you back next year. Has there been any preliminary discussions with any reps on your side and the Bucks about coming back next year? Still nothing. Um. We're taking it one day at a time. you know. Obviously, like, like I've mentioned in the past, it's take care of business uh, here in the playoffs and, and each game at a time and everything else should happen. How do guys like and more, more, kind of stepping up into these roles, kind of open up more things you guys can do on the offense? Um, it, it just, a lot of those things that they're getting are, are some easy completions because the focus isn't on them and they're taking advantage of that. And so for us, it's, and for me specifically, taking the easy completions, taking what's there. And then when we do have our plays designed for Mike and Chris and Cade, um, then we'll take those shots. But if they're going to take those away, there's nothing wrong with just completing the ball and letting those guys go to work. first match the Lions so tough the offense to get going and find the end Earlier in the year, so we weren't exactly the same team offensively. Um, but they're, they're still really, really good against the rush. So um, they're, they're really good at stopping that. And then, like I mentioned, post-game, I missed a ton of throws that game. So obviously, I had to play better. But. Um, When when there's when there's plays to be had, we have to take advantage of them. But it's staying consistent. They play extremely hard. It it just jumps out on film that, obviously, the way that Dan Campbell runs that team uh, of everybody swarming to the ball, playing for each other, playing extremely hard with a lot of effort at all times. So they they just they're they're a tough opponent, and they they make it hard on you. I know that Mike didn't have a huge game, and and there were a couple misconnections there um, against the Eagles. Just what stands out to you when you go back and, and look at some of those misconnections, and, and can you also, as well, speak on the fact that you know he's he's been this guy that you have been able to depend mm-hmm. on so much, yeah. you know, up until this point. Um, still really close on a couple of those. Obviously, we would both like to have him back, um, but we're we're going to take our shots with him one on one. That's the kind of guy he is when he's one on one. We're we're looking for him. Uh, that's just he's a special player that's always been a safety blanket for me so far. So. Um, Always has a knack for getting open one on one, and finds a way to do it. So, for us, continuing to move him around, find different ways to get him the ball, different different ways, and uh, go from there. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, guys.